Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the True Podcast. Surprise, it's Wednesday, and you think we forgot about you. I did not. We did not. We actually kind of did, but it was the wildest, busiest weekend, and all of a sudden, I woke up Tuesday morning and went, shoot, what happened to the podcast? So in order to be respectful of our listeners, here I am just wanting to do a little Wednesday episode recording for you. And if you follow me on Instagram, I decided to play a little game with those that listen. And I said, let's do a choose your own adventure podcast with yours truly. And so this is brought to you by those that submitted some questions or some thoughts or some ideas. And so before I get started, I want to share with you one of these, one of, one of my followers, Kristen sent a message that I loved that I thought was such a brilliant idea that I want to incorporate either next week or in a future episode. But she said, let the listeners submit their best tips or tricks for life hacks, maybe travel related, and then read and discuss. And I loved that, Kristen. I love that idea. I think I'm absolutely going to do it. So if you listen to the podcast, go over to my Instagram, find me at Ashlyn Carter and share, share your, your best tip and trick for life or travel hack. And Travis and I are going to discuss them either in a week or two. And I think it'll be really fun. So thanks Kristen for the suggestion. But today I have a few, I'm going to make this short, I'm going to make this sweet, and we're just going to chat. So I'm finishing my second bowl. I shared this recipe on my Instagram today, but I've been seeing it all over the internet. Have you guys heard about the Jennifer Aniston salad? I know, kind of lame, but I saw it all over Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have it. And I was like, what is this salad all about? Well, apparently when she was filming Friends, her and Lisa Kudrow ate the same salad for 10 years straight every day for lunch. And I don't know if that's a myth. Apparently it was in the Los Angeles Times or something. But I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And Jennifer Aniston's hot. So why don't I just check out the salad? And when I looked it up, it looked so delicious. It's kind of... um a Greek Mediterranean vibe. It has bulgur wheat, chickpeas, red onion, cucumber, tons of mint and parsley herbs. And then a really fun unexpected touch is the roasted pistachios. That took it up a notch. And then lastly, a little bit of feta with just a lemon olive oil dressing. And that's it. So easy, so good. I just finished my second bowl right before pushing record. So I put it over on my Instagram if you want to go check it out. But that's what I did today. I I went to the store. I'm like, I'm making the salad. I made it. I enjoyed it. I laid down and I set my alarm. You guys know I love a good cat nap for 20 minutes. And I woke up and go went, hmm, that that salad was so delicious. I think I need a a couple more scoops. So I just finished my second bowl. Anyways, that kind of goes into one of the questions that I got for Choose Your Own Adventure podcast day was, what is your favorite way to spend your day after you've dropped your kids off at school? Oh, I love that question because that question makes me happy. I love still, even in June, that I still get to drop my kids off at school, all three of them, all my children, I'm home work from home. I 
do life from home and I get to be in my house by myself quiet. And that is, that's a, that's a good day still for me. So my ideal day though would be that I woke up early. I got my quiet time in with my hot coffee and then I did a workout before I took them. They start school at 9 a.m. So if I'm really wise with my time, I can get my workout in before they kind of wake up. And then like 6.30 to 7, 7.15, let's say do a workout, shower, take them to school, maybe come home and finish getting ready. And then I've kind of got like all those two like important things aside and I can just focus on what I need to do, get done, what I want to do. So ideally the house is clean so we don't have to do that and the laundry's done. Uh, I try to maybe do a load or so a day, but ideally that's what I would start my day with. And I would either go run an errand. I would maybe make a flower arrangement. I would make myself a yummy lunch. I'd go for a walk with, on a walk with a friend. I would, um, just be feeling very prepared for the week. I'm a huge list person. I love either the night before the morning of, after I kind of do my quiet time, like, okay, what do I need to get done today? What do I want to get done? And I just love kind of taking charge of my schedule that way. And then usually like around one I get a little, little sleepy and I say, set my alarm for 20 minutes into my phone and I just take a little cat nap. And sometimes I'll read my book during the day. And before you know it, it is 3, 10, 15, and I'm getting ready to go pick up my little munchkins from school. Um, ideally, also dinner would be planned. So I would have prepped dinner so that our afternoon isn't super crazy, which is very rare these days. We are still in sports mode and it's it's a thing. We're just, we're just getting by, but school is out in a week. It's out next Tuesday. I cannot believe it. And so our days are going to look very differently here soon. Um, another person had asked like, how do you handle balancing mom life, uh, work life, personal time, etc.? And I mean, I know it's been said a million times, but I just feel like balance is tough, right? But is it ever really fully balanced? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I've kind of spent this whole year just really enjoying this new season. As you know, if those of you that have been following me since YouTube days, I have not posted one YouTube video uh, in 2022, which is crazy. And the podcast takes definitely some time and effort, but it's, you know, not that much. And I, yeah, I've been volunteering a lot at my kids' school times three in elementary. I'm there a lot. I spend a lot of time there. I've spent a lot of volunteer hours uh, assisting the school and their teachers and their classrooms gladly. I'm very thankful to be able to do that. Um, preparing time for Bible study with my college girls and I have got a young mom's well. So it's like, I, I have a lot of stuff going on, but at the same time, I'm also really enjoying me time. Um, so going back to like my ideal day, I just have to be really strategic. I have to get up and get the most important things done first and foremost. I've got to make my list and then I just do my best. There's some weeks where I'm killing it in the kitchen and at dinner. And I feel like I'm making all these great, healthy meals. And then there's other weeks where it's 6.30. I'm like, I do not know what we're doing for dinner. We're still at the ball field and 
I can make you kids a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is what I say. Um, and surprisingly, sometimes they love that. They're like, yay. I'm like, okay. And then I just eat my Jennifer Aniston salad for dinner. I, maybe that's the plan for tonight. But anyways, that's that. How are things living in California as a Christian? Ooh, good question. Well, I, that's all I know. All I know is living in California. So I really can't speak to other places. I'm sure if you're not a Californian and you're looking in on our state, if you're a Christian or, you know, have conservative values that you're like, wow, that place is a sinking ship. Um, but in reality, if you live here, I've grown up here. If my day to day feels very the same. It feels great. It feels happy. It's very beautiful. Um, expensive. Yes. Uh, are there a lot of things that I don't like right now that I have elementary school age kids and driving around ton and paying high gas prices? Yes. Um, but overall, this is all I know. And so I, I love it here. I love, I love California. I love living in San Diego. I think it is, um, a privilege and, to be able to see the ocean every day is an extreme privilege. I'm thankful for that. And I think there's been just a lot of California bashing, but I love it here. I think it's great. There's a lot of really, really good people here. And I love the vibe and the energy and it's a good place to be. It's not perfect, but that's like anywhere, right? Anywhere is, there's nowhere that's perfect. And I'm always constantly thinking like this place is not our home. And we're just always on a mission to be the light and love of Jesus. And that's how we would live our life wherever we lived, whether it was in Tennessee or Texas, there's still people that are going through hard things. There's still imperfection. There's still sin. There's still evil. There's still darkness. Um, it just looks differently. And so I don't know. That's my answer. Um, okay. Most love to go to dinners. Ooh, Gosh, I love, uh, the first one that came to mind was my friend, Lori. She has an Instagram and a little business called cooking with Lori. She was on the podcast way back when I first started as a guest, but she creates these like meal packets that are all the spices that go with a recipe card. And she has this grilled chicken one that is amazing. It is so good. It is so simple. If you can just be ahead of the game and do these grilled chicken thighs, and throw them on your grill, you'll be so, so happy. So I love like a grilled chicken with some sort of fun Jennifer Aniston style salad on the side. Like, no, really, I am all about like salads, like loaded salads that maybe aren't necessarily greens. Um, maybe a side of bread, maybe some watermelon for the summertime or corn on the cob. And I love burgers. I love doing Mexican food once a week, whether it's tacos or easy burritos. Um, I really love bowls. So like if you guys have been to Cava, it's kind of like a Mediterranean style chipotle where you go and you do like a green and grain in your bowl. And then you go to top it with like your kind of meat. And then they have all the fun Mediterranean toppings like feta and pickles and pickled onions, Kalamata olives, like all the yummy fixings like garlic. Oh, it's so good. So good. And I try to recreate that at our house often. 
And then sometimes instead of a bowl, like I'll put it in a wrap for my kids. So like I'll get those big, like huge, long looking, is it lavish, lavish bread, flatbread at Trader Joe's and you just roll it all up in there with some grilled chicken. Delicious. Um, definitely have tzatziki sauce too. Cause that just is the best. Okay. Summer break, break plans. We are going to be here. We are around. We, uh, my son starts a month long junior lifeguard program. It's every morning for four weeks and thank God for carpools, but yeah, it's every morning he does the carpool and, or he does junior lifeguards and we're, so we're here for like the first part of summer. And then my daughter will do it for a week. We've got baseball camp, a couple of them mixed in there. We've got an art camp for the girls and a cheer camp and a couple of VBSs. And before you know it, it will be August. And that's when we head out on our adventure to, to Jackson Hole. So we're kind of in that stage of life where we are loving just exploring all over the United States. There's so many beautiful parks and places I've never seen. And obviously my kids haven't seen. And so we're flying out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We're going to do the Grand Tetons. We're renting a car. We're staying in a cabin. And then we're going to, we're going to cruise up to West Yellowstone and kind of do, um, several days in Yellowstone park. We're going to ride horses. We're going to kind of glamp there. And then we continue our trek through Montana stay kind of maybe up towards Missoula for a night. And then we will end our trip for four or five days up in Northern Idaho, uh, Lake Ponderé with my whole family. They're all going. I have three sisters. I'll have three kids and husbands. And my parents were all getting, uh, staying in little cabins on the lake up there at, um, a family little resort area. And we're so excited for it. And then we fly home. And so that's going to be our August adventure. We're super excited. If anybody has any Yellowstone or Grand Teton um, experience or suggestions, I'm all ears. It's, it's very overwhelming to go to national parks. You're kind of like, we only have so much time. What do we need to see? What's doable with a family? So I'm all ears if you have any ideas. So that's kind of our summer in a nutshell. A lot of just downtime too in between camps. I don't try to have my kids in something every week because we love just going to the beach and spending the day um, at our local beach, packing lunches and just sitting in the sand. I like to do a lot of reading in the summer. I usually try to take a break off social media for like a good month or so. I'll just shut down my account and be present with my kids and read and and just enjoy them, enjoy them being home. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. And that starts next week. Okay. The last two are kind of marriage related changes in your marriage over time, the good and the bad. Gosh, our marriage has changed so much. This September we'll celebrate 14 years together. Um, and it was a tough, we were young when we got married, 24 and, never lived, never lived with a brother, never lived with a boy. I just had a lot of expectations going into marriage. I think what you carry from watching your parents be married is what you kind of bring in naturally to your own marriage, right? So there's a lot of expectations and a lot of unmet expectations, um, a lot of great surprises too. But I remember when we were first married, I just expected to like always hang out. And I think when you're dating and engaged, like you just want to spend every waking moment. But like, well, then once you get married, you realize, okay, like you have work and life and friends and family and 
you don't need to be together every free moment of the day, but I kind of felt like, oh, we should, we should be hanging out all the time. And so when he would go and need a break after a long week of work and want to surf for like three hours plus on a Saturday, it would bother me because I would just be like feeling like I was waiting at home for him to come home, you know? And another example is I remember getting in so many arguments because like I thought that we should always go to bed together at the same time. I just thought that's what we'll do. We'll just go to bed together at the same time every night and we would fight about it because I'd be like, I I am tired at nine or 10 o'clock at night. I'm done. I'm in bed and I'm happy as can be going to bed at 9.30. But like I expected my night owl of a husband to be like joining me in bed at 10 and he'd be like, I can't go to sleep. I'm just, I'm not tired. And so he'd like stay up and watch a movie or TV and it would bother me so much that I would have to create this huge stink over it, which is looking back so silly. But again, it just goes back to all those little unmet expectations. And once I started to kind of release those, let them go, we found our own way. I realized that I am not my mom and dad. Um, and he and we are not his mom and dad that like we found our own way of doing things and we found our own way of what works best for our family. We got in our rhythms and and it just takes time. It takes time to get in your rhythm and create a new life together. Um, but now that we're in this new life, it feels great. It feels good. And there's sometimes like, for example, last weekend, I wanted to do something. He did it. And I just felt like we kind of were so much in a rhythm now, though, that when I want to deviate or do something new, he's kind of like, ah, I don't really want to do that. And I'm just like, okay, well, I do. <laughs> and so it's a lot of communication. And that's another thing we've gotten really better at over the time is our communication. Um, learning to just meet each other's needs and see each other for where we're at and to trust and, and all the different things. I was actually listening to a podcast this week with, um, Ed Milet. It was on the skinny confidential podcast. And there was two things that he shared that really stood out to me that I wanted to share with you guys today. And number one was, um, when you go into an argument or not argument, but like when you're going into knowing you're going to have a hard conversation or need to share something with not just like your spouse, but maybe one of your kids, like so often we walk into a room like I need to talk to you and you're just kind of you're like standing across the room and your arms are folded and like, why did you? And it's so like accusatory. But instead, like he said, hold her hand when you have a hard conversation, like, or if it's your child, like say, come over here, come sit on mom's lap. I need to talk to you because when they're holding your hand or they're sitting on her lap, they can actually feel your love for them. Because when you are just standing across the room and you're giving off this kind of negative energy, they're feeling like that person is not for me. I need to put walls up and guard myself. And I, I don't, want to be and have anything to do with this person or this conversation right now. But when you are holding hands and you are, you are, if I am going and Travis like, I need to talk to you and I'm sitting on his lap and he's, we're having a conversation that maybe I don't want to be in that's hard. At least I know he is for me. At least I know I can feel his love and his energy towards me. And I loved that. So I'm going to try to apply that next time. Secondly, second thing he said is a lot of people get like so into like, gosh, my marriage isn't just such a funk. Like, how do I change my marriage? It's just, it is the way it is. And he said, if you want to change your marriage, change the questions you're asking your partner. And I love that. Like so often you go in these rhythms and you get in just like, this is how we do things. But if you can change 
the way you speak to and the type of questions you ask your partner, your marriage is going to change. If you can say like, hey, how?" not just like, how was your day? But like, if you can say like, what was the best part about your day today? Or how can I help support you better? Or what, what can I do that would make you feel more loved? Like if you can ask deeper, harder, different questions from time to time, not like every single day, but to mix it up, your marriage is going to change. You're going to start understanding, knowing, and seeing your partner through a different lens. And I, and I love that tip. And I think it's super important. So hard, hard to say like, Hey, where am I lacking? Like, what can I do better at? It's really hard and humbling to do, but that improves your relationship with your partner. Um, and I love, I, one of my friends, Darla, she said your parents long marriage and the influence it's had. Oh, both of our parents have been married for a really long time and and that alone has sustained and propelled us into so much success, right? Because we're coming at our marriage with just this backing of so much support, so much encouragement, so much um, just power. I mean, God's power alone is is plenty if you're, you're not coming from that kind of background, but because we are, and because my parents have been married for so long, and forgive me, mom, if you're listening, I think it's 40 years. Anyways, um, that's a long time. And my in-laws are, are right up there. And um, gosh, I am just so proud of them. I'm, I love, they are continually going away and they're traveling and they're exploring and they're adventuring and trying new things. (coughs) And I'm so inspired by that because as I'm halfway through kind of raising Beckham, he's halfway like one foot in the house and one foot out. I just feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I can see that there is going to be so much life beyond raising our children and that's exciting and that it, that's totally what excites me about when I look at my parents' marriage is, is that. So thanks, Darla, for asking that. Um, but yeah, that's it. I wanted to keep it short and sweet for you guys today. I hope you're having a wonderful week. It's almost summertime. I hope it's sunny. I hope you have some fun vacations planned. And come find me over on Instagram. Message me about what, what your life hacks, life tips, travel tips are. Travis and I will read those. And I think it'd be a fun episode to just kind of pull all the best of the best from our listeners. So thank you again. We'll see you guys soon. Take care.